0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. With a great friend of the program, my co-host for NFL First and Gold, Join us this Sunday, every Sunday. TuneIn Premium. We start at 1 p.m. Eastern. We're with you for seven commercial free hours of live listen-ins, taking you all the big moments as they're occurring around the league. It's Nick Ferguson, the former NFL safety. Nick, I want to be clear. I'm not calling Danny Trevathan a dirty player, but I thought the shot... Devontae Adams was dirty. How did you see it? Well, let me first
1: uh, start by saying this: I know Danny Trevathan. I spent some time with him uh, in Denver. He, he's a he's a great kid. Uh, he plays the game the right way. He's a linebacker. You taught to play the game really physical and set the tone. And it was one of those plays where he was running to the ball. And you have to understand this. And this may sound like a justification: your team isn't playing that well. Your offense is putting you in some tough situation, right? You're a little upset. You get a little outside of yourself. Your your emotions get out of control. And it was one of those plays where what we saw and why we're talking about it, Devontae Adams uh, was kind of exposed. And as a defender, sometimes uh, you don't always know that. I mean, I played in a game against the Kansas City Chiefs where, you know, John Lynch was going to hit Eddie Kennison, and Eddie Kennison was standing upright. He saw John coming he ducked and lowered his body to prepare for the contact. John ended up striking him in the head when that's not where he was intended to strike him, and there was a flag that was called. We were upset. In this case, as a defender, you're running in there, you're trying to deliver a blow to a receiver, and just so happens when his body turns, the first thing is there is his helmet. And I know if Danny were to look at that play again and they were to run that play ten times, he would choose to try to put his body in a different position. So, no, it didn't look great on television. And Danny knows that, you know, he could have handled that play so much better. But it was one of those things that happened uh, in his game. And for me, if I'm sitting in front of Danny right now, I'm telling him, listen, you know, you let your frustration get to you. I've had moments when that that has happened to me too. It's going to happen to the best of us in this game. But we have to know how to handle those situations. So when the league looks back on it, and it's because there's been so much talk, about you know the factors of concussions and player safety, Danny is going to get a FedEx. If the FedEx should be in his locker right now, they probably sent it out of uh, Park Avenue during the game. And he's, he's he's probably could miss a game after this because we've all seen Vontez Berfeck. So if Vontez has been penalized and, and, and you know removed from the game, Danny could see that but if you look at Danny's history, this is not who he is as a player.
2: So when you mention Vontez Berfe you put him in that category, and that's not who his character, that's not who he is, but yet Tech Berfic does it on purpose. And my question is, how easy, and I'll use the word easy, because only you would know because you played the position, I did in high school, but you've done it on a high level, so I'll refer to you on this one. How hard or how easy is it when you see a, a runner of the football lowering his body as you're already engaged in making this tackle within one yard or two max, to where it's not like you're you're trying to pull up because of a block in the back. Maybe one of your defenders may have caught an interception. You want to make a block. He turns his back on. You can raise your hands in the air, but we're talking about you're about to engage in detaching the man from the ball and just making a tackle. He lowers his head. How can you pull up in a split second of a moment to not make that hit look so foul, let's just say the least, when watching it in slow motion on, on television? Cordell,
1: you been trained to get your body from point A to point B in a, a quick period of time. Put your foot in the ground and drive forward. So it's it's very hard on defenders uh, when you're doing that. And that's why my question was always, well, what what is a defenseless receiver? What what is that? I never knew what that was. Uh, as, as a safety, is it? Am I supposed to wait, allow him to catch the ball, take two steps, and then attempt? to make a tackle because sometimes those quarterbacks will leave receivers across the middle, and once again, you're trained to break on the quarterback throw, and the game is about angles. On this particular play, that wasn't the case. Uh, Devontae Adams was a runner. He was trying to fight for extra yards. He had no idea that Danny was going to come in like a missile and try to hit him. And We've seen this time and time again, week in and week out, guys fighting for extra yards. And we see, you know, defenders coming in with the finishing move. And never know how a, a wide receiver running back is going to torque or turn their body, but you're coming in to deliver a blow, and maybe that may be the blow that to separate man from ball. But in this case, it was a helmet-to-helmet contact. And, and here's what I I'll also toss this out, uh, Cordell. In college football, we know and we've seen players removed from the game if your helmet comes off.
0: Right, the targeting, also, room, right.
1: Yes, but we've also seen uh, guys uh, ejected from games due to targeting. Now I'm wondering, will we ever get to a point in the NFL where they start to implement that? Maybe uh, your, your your top linebacker, your safety is now outside of the game because he targets, maybe opposing wide receiver running back. But as a player, as a defender, it is very tough. But you just have to wonder, you know, what the intentions were, Danny Trevathan, and I don't think – you know, Knowing Danny and knowing you know, how he's played the game, he doesn't have a track record. And you're right, Cordell, I did mention Vontez Burford, only for the point of the fact of here's a guy who's been suspended. Here's a guy who plays a linebacker position. But he has a history. He's been doing it ever since high school. Danny Trevathan hasn't been lab- labeled as that guy.
0: He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber taking you around the league with Nick Ferguson, the former NFL safety. Nick, we've been discussing the future of the quarterback position in Chicago, dating back to Jim McMahon doing the Super Bowl shuffle. When is it going to be time for Mitchell Trubisky to take over?
1: To me, you know, this isn't the right time. Right now it's kind of a a knee-jerk reaction. The team is one and three. Uh, You're looking for a spark. You're looking for an answer, someone to come out and lead this team. But to me, you don't want to put Mitchell Trubisky in this situation. I know you drafted him and everyone was saying, well, why move up so far to get him if you're not going to play? Have you seen the Bears' offensive line? Why put Trubisky in that type of situation, right? I know I'm not a huge fan of Mike Glennon. He's had moments where he's looked pretty decent, right? You know, this season, the one win they have is against Cordell's Pittsburgh Steelers, and in that game, it looked like Mike Glennon had changed the minds of so many people. But right now they don't have guys outside the numbers who can make plays for either Mike Glennon or Mitchell Trubisky. The top two players on that team is Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard. So even if Trubisky were to come in the game, he's going to be doing a whole bunch of check check down Charlie because he's not going to get a lot of plays outside. And then Trubisky, just like Glennon, doesn't have a defense that's playing – great, sound defense to help him out.
2: Well, As I think the thing you need – I'm sorry.
1: The I... offensive line to help you, you need a running game, and you definitely need your defense to put you on the short field and create some turnovers. The Bears defense, they're not doing that. So, hey, go. Throw, throw, throw Trubisky in there. Next thing you know, he gets injured, and guess what? Glenn is right back in there.
2: Sorry for cutting you off, Nick, but I, I would like to um, maybe – Put this scenario or situation similar to what you have in Houston. Um, okay. When you watch the first game with Tom Savage, and, and you guys should be you know, clapping right now because we're talking about your Jacksonville Jaguars, how they just went crazy on Tom Savage. And one thing Tom Savage did not have, same as Mike Glennon, is the ability to make plays with his feet. And one thing we know with Deshaun Watson – as well as Mitchell Trubisky, based on what we saw during the preseason, how they were using Mitchell Trubisky, which is what you alluded to in saying what they didn't have on the outside, uh, maybe to what they didn't have up front, is having a mobile quarterback in the backfield. And I mean, not mobile as in step up in the pocket and, and buy time, but being able to use it in the, in the play calling situation, meaning the waggles and the boots and the play action, that sometimes can take some of the pressure off. Do you think that that's enough, uh, similar to what's going on in Houston, for the Chicago Bears by adding a Mitchell Trubisky because of his capabilities of being able to move in the pocket?
1: But, but, Cordell, if you want to add the boots and the waggle, even though Glennon is not as athletic, heck, I mean, why wait to, for Trubisky to be inserted into the lineup to do that? But that's not but that's not Mike, Mike Glennon's But
2: that's not Mike Glennon's style though, right? Yeah,
1: but 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 if you know your offensive line cannot protect you and keep you upright as an offensive coordinator, as a head coach in John Fox, you gotta get your quarterback on the move. Get him put him in position where he can make some throws on on the go and put the defense in the bind. And if you like now, listen, we had this discussion when we talked about, you know, the draft and, you know, Deshaun Watson and Mitchell Trubisky, right? watching Deshaun Watson do what he's been doing the, the past couple of weeks he started. I don't think Mitch Trubisky can do that. Yes, he's a mobile quarterback, but I don't know if the is going to break down. He's going to scramble for a 54-yard touchdown and run through the defense. He and Deshaun Watson are not the same players. So to me, it seems like we're comparing apples to apples, but we're not. If Deshaun Watson was in a Chicago uniform, maybe it would then make sense to now put him in and see what he can do. But Mr. Drabisky, I mean, he's not making those type of plays like Deshaun Watson. He's just not.
0: Plus, Watson is now on a team that won the division in back-to-back years. You've got to look at the talent on the roster as well. And, Nick, as we say goodbye.
1: Was, they have a great defense, too. Yeah,
0: exactly even though J.J. Watt somehow does not have a sack to start the year. As we say goodbye, did I give you enough time for the late edition of Nick's Picks on Sunday because you become the grandmaster flash of the NFL on <laughs> TuneIn?
1: man, I, I, love, I love that. I love doing it. Uh, don't forget, tune in first and go this Sunday, me and B-Web, so you can hear the latest edition of Nick's Picks. It's going to be fly. Can you even say that anymore? <laughs> say it. You can. You're going I back can. to the I'm flame, of flame of days.
0: Hey, here's <laughs> trivia. Pa- Paula Abdul is a fly girl, but you knew that, right?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I guess let me, let me, let me sign off with this funky fresh dress ready to party. Oh, look at That's you. My man. Cordell, That's my you, man. Cordell, do you have
0: any requests? Would you like Nick to weave in a rap song from the early 1990s on Nick's Picks on Sunday?
2: Well, what 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 I've had the opportunity here I'll let him keep it going because he's flowing real good. I mean, he's thrown in so many. I mean, I just <laughs> want to get a flavor of Flav in that thing with the clock or, or public enemy number one, something. Give me public enemy. Can I get some public enemy flavor of Flav. Can I get out. a little bit of that? My like, man. I'll give you some P.E. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy <laughs> P.E.
0: Nothing like after six hours and 50 minutes of content, Nick dropping a welcome to the Terror Dome. Nick, thank <laughs> oh, you very guys. much. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Sunday.
1: All right. Talk to you guys.